Money FM 89.3, best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Nine past five, five past nine rather. It is Tuesday, the 6th of April. Asia Pacific markets are mixed this morning with some investors exercising caution, setting aside another night of record gains over on Wall Street. The Nikkei currently in negative territory, down about 0.1%. Sydney is the best performing market so far this morning. The ASX 200 is up two thirds of a percent. Seoul is in positive territory as well. Markets in Hong Kong close again today for a public holiday. Joining me now to break down all the market action. He is Ryan Huang. Good morning, Ryan. Morning, Michelle. All right, let's start right here in Singapore this morning where manufacturing sentiment is on the rise. Purchasing Managers Index PMI, that tracks new orders, exports, inventory and more. Well, the PMI is at its highest level in two years and that improved sentiment can be seen in stock markets as well, where the STI is on a roll. The Straits Times Index rallied nearly 1% yesterday to finish at 32.09. That is its highest close in a year ago. February, since a year ago, I should say. Let's start with the PMI, Ryan. So which industries are currently driving the manufacturing sector? Yeah, no surprises that you are looking at a rather robust mood in the biopharmaceutical side. So that, of course, with the backdrop of COVID-19. So that's getting a bit of a bounce. And looking at the PMI numbers overall, it is now at a reading of 50.8. So that is up by 0.3 points from the previous month. And also worth noting, the electronic sector was above 50. That means expansion, but the pace of growth is slowing down. So despite the slower electronics picture, you are still seeing an overall higher growth picture for manufacturing. So this is encouraging with the backdrop of the global recovery picture. Um, Also seeing some signs of encouraging data points from the US, from China. In fact, China is so much ahead of the curve, we are now already hearing about possible asset bubbles. So that is something pushing up the picture for manufacturing. And of course, uh, if you look at some of the indices attributed to the higher expansion rates in March, you are looking at new orders, new exports, inventory, employment. So you've got a couple of encouraging, encouraging signs that you are seeing a stronger 2021 for global or other Singapore economy coming back from last year. Now, a number of analysts are warning, though, that the manufacturing sentiment here could take a hit in the near future. Now, we've spoken about this on the show before. Does the name ever given ring a bell, Ryan? Mm. So this, of course, was big news last week. So big, it was jamming out the Suez Canal. And, of course, it has since been cleared. But the thing is, there was a huge backlog and the backlog is what to watch out for. This could mean that the backlog and the impact of the backlog could last for several months. And you are looking at this possibly making the current situation around semiconductors even worse. It was already seeing a supply crunch. Now with delays and shortage, you could see that having an impact on the likes of Samsung. And that could, of course, have ripple effects down the industry's that that it serves, such as cars, phones, devices. So that is something to watch out for in terms of what could happen for the consumer electronics industry. And of course, the car industry is one to watch out for on top of the semiconductor industry, uh, having a bit of a supply shortage. Uh, Cars are not at the top of the list when it comes to getting supplies of semiconductor chips. You are also hearing about plastic, plastic components for cars, also seeing a bit of a supply crunch. So you are seeing all in 
a risk of a knock-on impact from that traffic jam. A number of analysts, um, let's move from the manufacturing and supply chains to share prices, shall we? The Straits Times Index is now up nearly 13% since the start of the year. It has essentially recovered all of its pandemic losses, though it's still a bit shy of where it was at the start of 2020. So what would you say, Ryan, are the one or two top factors that seem to be driving this rally? Yeah, let's lay the background first for the STI. Year to date, it's up 12.9% 12.9% and for the past 12 months is up 34%. So it is a huge contrast to last year when it was Asia's worst performing index down around 18%. And some of the well suspects from the cyclical sector rebound are behind this rebound. So you've got the banks, of course, in the top 10, led by OCBC in the past quarter. It's up around 17.5%. DBS is up around 15.6%. And UOB is up around 14.8%. And not to leave out Singapore Airlines, one of the potential beneficiaries of borders reopening, it has already rallied in the past quarter by over 30%. In fact, it's the second best performing stock on the STI in the past quarter. And look at the best performing um, stock. It is actually Yangji Jiangship Building, a sign that you might be looking at global shipments and the economic activity supporting the likes of manufacturers of the shipping industry. So this is um, a bit, a big, a big turnaround for the SDI. Now, from the analysts you've been speaking with, Ryan, what is the sense in the markets? I mean, do they still think there is room to run for the SDI? Is there more upside? Okay, so if you look at a couple of things, you've got rising bond yields being fueled by expectations of prices going up, commodities that is going up. We've got the stimulus measures in the US, potentially even more, pushing up the yields for bonds. So that kind of feeds into expectations that the rates will go up. So of course, financial stocks could be in for even more upside if you look at that picture. Of course, business activity will be coming back online in a stronger way when the downside risks and all the gloom and bearishness of the COVID-19 pandemic fades. That will be even more upside for banks. So if you look at how the STI is heavily weighted by banks, you would be find, you would find it hard to argue that the, the, the rally is over. I want to zoom in on a couple of specific companies that are on investor radars. We do this uh, via our game called Up or Down. I name a company in the news. Ryan tells us if he thinks it's moving up or down and then why. All right, are you ready to go? Let's go. How about Thai Bev? All right, Thai Bev in the news because it's one step closer to getting an IPO for a spin-off, Beer Co. And this is around is conditional eligibility to list letter that it got over the weekend. And this has seen its stock price up 4%. So it's up 4% yesterday and it's an up for me, Thai Bev. Up for me as well, 4% up yesterday, yes, 9% up this week. Okay, Semcorp Marine. Okay, Semcorp Marine, again, one of the most actively traded counters in recent days and weeks. Uh, Its price has been climbing upwards because of this 600 million pound wind farm contract in the UK that it won. 
So this was last week. Mm. And in the past day, it's up 16% to 21.5 cents. So that is a strong bounce for Samcorp Marine. And it's an up for me. For sure. Up for me too. Samcorp Marine was the most actively traded counter yesterday. And its price has been rising since the company announced a bit of a wind farm contract in the UK last week. Next, Propnex and Apex Realty. All right, Propnex is down for me along with Apex Realty, which owns the ERA brand. So this is off the back of private home sales rising yet again for the fourth quarter. So it's four for a recent quarter. So it's four straight quarters of gains. It's up 2.9% in the latest quarter. And that is fueling speculation that the government will implement cooling measures. So that is putting pressure on their stock prices. Airpack Realty yesterday was down one cent to 47.5 cents. And you've got Propnex down two and a half cents to 94 and a half cents. Yeah, I'm going to go with down as well. Investors we see have been selling off on realtors amid concerns that rising home prices will lead to those cooling measures, new ones. On the upside though, Propnex is acquiring an online marketplace called OV. Now that deal was announced after the markets closed yesterday, so we'll see investors reacting to it for the first time this morning. I'm going to throw a non-Singapore company in the mix because I like its name, Swiggy. (laughs) Ryan, what do you think about this Indian delivery company? Yeah, this This food tech startup has raised quite a bit of money. $800 million in its latest round. Hmm. And it's not series A, B, C, D. It's all the way to J. So it has been raising a lot of rounds of money in the past few years. It's now valued at $4.9 billion. This is up from its previous valuation last year of $3.6 billion. So the latest investors include the likes of Goldman Sachs, Falcon Edge Capital, Think Investments. And the thing is... There are reports they could be raising yet another round coming soon. And that could include the likes of Singapore's GIC and the Qatar Investment Authority. So a food tech startup making waves in the fundraising scene. So it's enough for me. Lots of investors want to get swiggy with it. Let's turn to the US now where the Dow Jones Industrial Average and the S&P 500 both finish at record highs overnight. Investor sentiment buoyed by those strong jobs numbers. Now we talked about that on the show yesterday, Ryan. It looks like gains on Wall Street pretty widespread with nearly every sector closing higher. So which companies caught your eye in the latest market action? Yeah, a couple of things lifting markets overnight and you pointed out rather strong data on the jobs front last Friday. Actually, it was the first time Wall Street had a chance to react to that blow-up mm. much payrolls data, the, a seven-month high. And overnight, you also had the services sector ISM, non-manufacturing activity index, at its highest level ever, at over 63 for that reading. So you have a couple of factors painting and encouraging recovery from the pandemic for the US. So you've got a broad jump in Wall Street Index indexes. So we've got tech companies in focus. Amazon, Apple up more than 2%. So investors still quite bullish on tech. Mm. And another sector, of course, the classic reopening plays like airlines and cruise operators also up. So that's more than 2% each. Also catching my eye, energy didn't do well. And this is looking at oil prices down around 4%. And this is off the back of the expectations of OPEC Plus raising its output in the next few months and also the threat of more COVID-19 cases potentially putting a span in the works for the demand for oil. So that is what's in focus right now. We didn't see energy joining the rally yesterday. Mm, 
another company back in the news, GameStop. It is as volatile as ever. The video game retailer is trying to cash in on its share price surge by issuing new shares. Now, unless they put up more money, existing shareholders will find their stakes diluted by this. So what do you think happened? People sold. But wait, that's not the end of the story, is it, Ryan? Well, it had to happen, right? When you see your stock price going out, going up so high, you might want to take advantage of selling even more stock to get more money. And this is pretty much what happened. GameStop trying to sell $1 billion worth of stock and it says it will be using the money mm. to spend on general corporate purposes as part of its e-commerce transformation. It's been doing this for quite some time. Yep. And you have to ask the question, when is it going to stop raising money? And this is, um, well, not being taken well or welcome by the investor, investors. And that saw its stock price down by as much as 14% at one stage and eventually pet losses to be down 2.4%. GameStop shares, yep, down about 2% in after-hours trade. They are still up nearly 900% since the start of the year. In other corporate news, it's Google versus Oracle and a major victory for the search engine giant at the U.S. Supreme Court. Fill us in. Yeah, so this is all around software. It's a long-running saga between Google and Oracle. So the backdrop to this is how um, Oracle has not certify Google's databases to be compatible with Oracle. So that has been quite a beef with, Oracle, with um, Google um, because this means when Google tries to win clients from competitors, they can't really say you can have the trust that Oracle is compatible with our databases because it's not certified. So that has been a huge stumbling block for Google in trying to grow its cloud business. So with that backdrop, Google apparently has finally had enough and is now moving away itself from Oracle to SAP's competitor. Mm. So its finance functions, whatever users for finance will now be run on SAP instead of Oracle. So a bit of a milestone of sorts between the wrong running saga between Oracle and Google. Now, I saw a photo of Google's CEO, Larry Page, on the CNBC website this morning. He had a big smile. I would be smiling too if I dodged a $9 billion US dollar lawsuit Google shares up 4% in after-hours trade. Oracle trading higher as well, though. Let's check back in on the local market. As we discussed at the top of our show, the Straits Times Index is on a roll. It rallied nearly 1% yesterday to finish at 32.09. So, how's it doing this morning and is it holding on to those gains? Yeah, so we are building on a two-day winning streak. And if it stays this way, it will be a three-day winning streak. It's up 0.3% right now. 3,219, so pushing even higher to a new one-year high. And looking at some of the top movers right now, uh, just a quick picture of STI. You have it rather split, just slightly in the green with the STI for around 15 or 16 stocks in the green. And right at the top, SIA. So it is still riding on that optimism around the opening of uh, resumption of travel. And of course, in the past day, we've been hearing about how we might be seeing the travel pass by AETA being used by airlines. So that is fueling the likes of the airline industry, those related plays, SIA up 0.9%, right now 564. At the bottom of STI, you've got right now Yangji Jiang shipbuilding and TimeBev giving back some of those gains. And we've been talking about Propnex under pressure. That is now seeing it Bounce back this morning at 
95 and a half cents is up 1%. APAC Realty, which owns ERA, is also up 1%. So bouncing back from yesterday's losses. Thanks very much. She's Ryan Huang. I'm Michelle Martin, and this is Market View. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.